Hello and welcome to the Annotating Arts Education podcast. I'm Gigi, your podcast host, coming to you from the year 2045. And we are lucky enough to have once again located an alternate temporal time zone to the year 2022. So for today's episode, we will be speaking with Kai Lehikunen, who is a university researcher in socially engaged arts practices at Uni Arts Helsinki, Finland, in the year 2022. Kai will share with us important insights on the multifaceted relationships between arts and society, including the relations between artistic freedom and artistic activism, new societal fields the arts will enter, and the persisting roles that art will keep on taking in futures to come. So now let's jump right into the conversation. Hello and welcome back to the podcast with myself, Gigi. Today we have the absolute pleasure of once again tapping into the temporal time zone of 2022, this time to speak with Kai, a researcher. Kai, first of all, I hope you can hear us all the way back in 2022. Would you be able to introduce yourself today for our listeners? Thank you for being invited to join this program. Uh, I hear you quite well. Um, yes, hello everybody. My name is Kai Lehikon and I'm a university researcher in uh, socially engaged arts practices at uh, Uni Arts Helsinki, Finland. Uh, I work at the uh, uh, research center focusing on arts educational research and academic development in the arts. Wonderful. Thank you, Kai. And as a researcher working in these fields, I think you might be interested to know that this podcast is actually being recorded during the 2045 Footnotes Conference on Higher Arts Education. One of the themes of focus during the conference this year is something called organology. I wondered if in 2022, if this is something you were already aware of and could perhaps talk to me a little bit about. Well, uh, in... um 2022, uh, there were some references to organology uh, that sort of uh, related to um, discussions concerning uh, art and art schools, particularly higher art education and its role in society uh, and how how the arts and how higher art education particularly could contribute to societal change. Very interesting and uh, very relevant, actually, to my next question, which is, of course, you're coming from 2022, but I wondered what possible changes you think could be made to connect art schools further with society, say, in 2045, where we are today? Well, um, you know what the futurists say, there is no way to predict the future. Indeed. And, and therefore it is quite impossible to predict the role of uh, that, that art and, and art schools play in future societies. Um, uh, however, you know, art has existed since the first cave drawings uh, and uh, its roles in society are culturally specific and have transformed throughout history and I'm sure such transformations will continue. Uh, certainly the sort of a Kantian view of art for art's sake, uh, which to a high de- degree uh, still underpins the modern concept of art, uh, 
as an autonomous field that will continue to have relevance uh, uh, very much like basic, basic research in science continues to have relevance in, in the future, in, in, in 2045 for sure. Uh, it certainly continues to explore sort of intrinsic questions that have relevance for art and its renewal. Uh, but in, in, in Western pluralist societies, particularly, art will continue to have other and entirely new functions. Um, um, and, and, and I would even dare to say sort of uh, instrumental functions. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, there is nothing particularly new about instrumental approaches to art. Uh, uh, did you know that that uh, uh, instrumental use of art was already discussed in Plato's Republic approximately 205,000 years ago? Did not know. Yeah. Okay. So, so there is a long history in Western mm. thinking about these, you know, instrumental. Uh, ways of 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 utilizing uh, artistic practices mm -hmm. anyway i trust that the role of art in society continues to be uh, what it has been since the first cave drawings it will continue to engage people in observing and experiencing uh, it will continue to surprise us generate joy and pleasure it will provoke and change or challenge our pre preconceived ideas, uh, preconceived ways of thinking and seeing things. It will continue to communicate narratives, stimulate creativity, and and uh, and uh, sort of uh, instigate uh, multiple interpretations. Uh, it will encourage dialogue. Uh, however, I also trust that art will continue to do what it has always done, increasingly outside its institutions. Uh, art will enter in new contexts that will be more diverse than ever before and often these contexts are sort of a hybrid context. Uh, uh, art will take action on the interface between the arts and other professional fields. Okay, wonderful. Uh, very, very interesting to think about these these new functions of art, maybe new definitions of art as well. Certainly, certainly. I, uh, I really liked uh, how you described about art being culturally specific. And, mm. uh, of course, in the future, I imagine geographies and borders will change. Um, I can't give the answers for these, so I'm just going to mm. speculate upon this. Um, but indeed, it's 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 interesting that you foresee um, art schools being responsive to this in some way, and I think this kind of taps into my next question quite nicely, which is, how do you envision a higher arts education institution where the issues surrounding the dichotomy between disciplinary and transdisciplinary would no longer be understood by its main players, including students, teachers? senior management, stakeholders, stakeholders, etc., etc. Mm, that's a very good, very interesting question. It has lots of relevance, you know, if we think about artists and, and, and the arts entering in these new, new hybrid contexts. Uh, I think um, the institutions that, that, that you describe, uh, that would be uh, institutions that see the art in society, not from a siloed perspective, but more holistically, mm. uh, that would be institutions that see the value of art first and foremost in artistic thinking skills and those critical and creative processes that such thinking instigates and drives forward in, in multiple con contexts, uh, some of which are, are indeed 
very hybrid and, and sort of transprofessional. I think such institutions appreciate both uh, disciplinary progress and interdisciplinary and transprofessional innovations. I think also um, these two strands are not placed in opposition to each other, but they they are seen as complementary to each other. Mm. Um, also, I think such institutions have flat hierarchies. They appreciate collaborative learning, peer-to-peer learning. Uh, they highlight dialogue between all stakeholders, and they seek ways uh, to engage with society and, and take its activities outside its own walls. And that's already happening in many, many uh, arts universities, indeed. That's fascinating. So, again, this this uh, mixing of informal and formal knowledges, the institution, the non-institution. Um, formal and informal learning. Yes, indeed, as well. yes. indeed. And the way this can reverberate out into society yeah. and, again, be responsive. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And from your 2022 perspective, what are the biggest conflicts currently being fought out between art schools and society? And do you envision new ones coming in the future or ways in which these have changed or even been solved by 2045? Mm. Well, you know, uh, art education, well, higher art education, like art education in general, is a social practice. Uh, and how an individual institution aligns with society and finds itself in conflicts is very much situation-specific. Um, on one hand, uh, I think it, it depends on local conditions uh, and depends also on how conscious the institution is uh, socially, culturally, and, and also environmentally. Um, uh, such consciousness can be politically assessed and can impact the public and even private funding uh, that the institution receives. So it, it, it will have also uh, economic um, mm. uh, uh, consequences. Mm. Uh, uh, on the other hand, it also depends on individual students, student groups uh, and members of the academic staff taking uh, activist positions, uh, advocating societal change and environmental change. Uh, Themes of such conflicts, they of course are, are many. They address, for example, continue to address, I'm sure, human rights, identity politics, social and economic justice, environmental issues, uh, and increasingly, I think this might be something that 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 will sort of continue to 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 grow is is uh, the concerns uh, about rights of other species. Okay. Um, but I think identity politics especially will continue to create tensions, uh, particularly if institutions don't actively engage their members and stakeholders in actions yes. that seek to build social cohesion and reduce social polarization. Um, then uh, I think an interesting uh, phenomenon will continue to grow. It has already started. It is this tension between artistic freedom and radical activism, and that, that, that tension will continue. I believe that inside art schools, conflicts will continue to uh, emerge between radical activists and those whose interests are elsewhere. For example, such conflicts can deal with artistic and educational 
content, what can be said and done, uh, what cannot be said and done, who can say or do, who cannot say or do, whose words or cultural contents can be borrowed and by whom. Um, these questions are directly related to artistic freedom, freedom of speech and uh, freedom of expression that are guaranteed by the United Nations, uh, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. So, so we're really uh, dealing with with conflicts that relate to human rights issues and are are mm. indeed uh, incredibly serious and need to be considered. And and when they become considered again from your 2022 perspective, do you think this is something that should be directly addressed, say, in something like a curriculum? Or it should be something that will naturally come up in conversations, of course, between students or having it in, say, a curriculum alone wouldn't affect these higher levels of, of power players within institutions. I think I think um, we need to uh, address uh, these issues from through multiple channels, mm. I'm sure, including uh, uh, sort of a themes concerning uh, sort of a political activism in in the curriculum is highly important but at the same time we need to include uh, the understanding of uh, freedom of expression and and, and human rights um, and uh, and also I think it's important to uh, when we are in, in in a university context, to uh, to uh, underscore emphasize the importance of diversity, uh, we are not there just for for activism or for one thing only. Mm-hmm. A university is there for plurality, and 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 everyone has their right to choose their own interests and their sort of. Uh, career path or you know what they want to advocate uh, so uh, I think in in the years to come we need to find new ways to engage in dialogue in ways that are sort of appreciative yes. and, and appreciate diversity rather than you know take a sort of a uh, how would I say uh, uh, superior perspective dictating the others how they should behave or what they should say so seeking out common ground absolutely of some kind is is yeah kind I of think that's help. that's crucial seeking common ground and and finding new ways of uh, having a dialogue which is not about confrontation uh, of course and I do understand that 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 there are uh, radical activists who who seek Sort of find meaning in 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 um, confrontation Indeed. because that's sort of explosive circumstances. Exactly. Yes. 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 But then mm. I think it's also it makes sense to consider where such confrontation makes sense and where it might actually just uh, create uh, harm. Indeed, indeed. But also having a, an institution or a university as as a space that can facilitate different spaces as well but being reactive yes absolutely mm. and I think that's that's one of the key sort of uh, tasks for 
for uh, institutions, so uh, arts institutions and and uh, and institutions of higher arts education, particularly, to take an active role in in facilitating spaces uh, where where these discussions take place. Indeed, it's it's very interesting. We've been lucky enough to tap into a few other 2022 frequencies, and some of the conversations have been circling around sustainability in right. uh, higher arts. Uh, education institutions and um, although it's a it's a somewhat different um, area uh, they a lot of people have been defining between uh, kind of shallow tools that are used mm-hmm. in 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 ways to try and resolve conflicts around sustainability but that really miss the point of systemic change and I think this is kind of what you're tapping into here too and, and this idea of dialogue is something that can really systemically yes uh, and it's it's about uh, yeah, uh, avoiding these these tools, these kind of short-term, shallow tools, and, yeah. and really going for the systemic change. S- systemic change is 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 crucial, and understanding how systems operate is something that we should seriously take into consideration in higher art education, and include that in in the curricula together with futures thinking. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think this uh, this taps wonderfully into the different areas we've covered about art schools, society, uh, conflicts. What is next? Um, thank you so much, Kai. But before we leave, I, I have one final question for you, which is: Do you have a message for our audiences here in twenty forty five? Certainly. Um, please create a better world. We'll try. I promise that. I can't tell you much more, but I'll, I'll promise that. Kai, thank you so much for joining us at the podcast today, all the way from 2022. It's been a pleasure talking to you and hearing about your, your expertise and your thoughts. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Annotating Arts Education podcast. Join us next time to further explore alternative forms of arts education and to see what other time zone spaces we might just tap into. Until then, it's goodbye from me, Gigi, in 2045. Take care.